Drop the subject. Don't tickle me, Allie. We're on the air. Come on. <laughs> but I got your spot. Get uh, your spot. That is my spot. She knows. My left knee, all right? Now the world knows. Hey, everyone. It's uh, the all-new Channel Q show that is called Drop the Subject. Entering your ear holes as we speak. Just the tip. 833-77-CALL-Q if you want to interact with the show. Uh, I know you're listening, so you can go ahead and uh, chime in on the topics, the conversations we'll be getting into over the next few hours with Allie right there, lesbian lady, Kevin right here, straight man, and you uh, listening wherever you're listening, however you're listening on the radio, radio.com, smart connected speakers, etc. It's great to have you with us. Yeah, and our uh, Ginger Justin producer. So if you have questions for a ginger, I feel like a lot of people do. If you want to ask a ginger anything, give us a call. Yeah, I think we, he'll be honest. We had to change all the light bulbs in this room to accommodate his fair ginger skin. So there is a red light bulb right above us, actually. F- 15 watt is the maximum we can go with, or else the guy burns. So we're, we're actually doing the show by candlelight today. I thought I thought it was getting romantic in here, but it's just to keep the, uh, his, his uh, the ginger happy, yeah. supple, pale ginger skin from catching flames during the show. Yeah, he's getting into hard months, too, going into summer. It's yeah. a really rough time for gingers. We may not see him. I think he uh, burrows underground like gophers. And waits yeah, until, uh, gingers hi- hibernate in the yeah, summer. I think that's true. I, I know that we're offending potentially all of 1% of the population right now, so we're okay with it. There's less gingers in this world than gays. In fact, I think that re- if this station decides to sh- uh, switch off the LGBT thing, maybe they just go full on G. <laughs> Ginger. Channel G. Channel Ginger G, talk. Ginger, Ginger, Ginger talk. Radio. Ginger rock. Uh, well, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of Irish artists over and over again. <laughs> just Ed Sheeran oh, all the God. time. It's, it's pretty close to what we have anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's uh, it's good to be with you. We like uh, hanging out here, talking about some things, coming up on the show today. Uh, finally, an openly gay doll. We'll talk about that coming up a little bit later. Just the Tip Tuesday is back. Closet Watch, who is coming out of or going into the closet? We will uh, go ahead and unveil who that is and uh, which one of us gets fantasy points. Probably neither of us. Nope. Uh, news or lose it to get to as well. And what's your um, what's your birth order says about you? It says a lot of things about you. We'll break that down. That is all coming up over the next few hours right here on interactive, totally inclusive radio show called Drop the Subject, 833-77-CALL-Q. And we still have to get to our movie reviews. We didn't get to those yesterday. Yeah. My short-term memory is not what it used to be, so uh, I did not remember I don't that. remember the movie at all. Let me ask you, Allie, if you are judging me or not based on something that I did on social media. (laughs) It is not the thing I did a year ago. Uh, No, no. It's a more recent thing. Yeah, I don't know if we're actually allowed to talk about that one. No, probably still can't. (laughs) I I don't like people, uh, I've said this before, people that feel the need to very publicly praise their significant other. Oh, yes. And mm-hmm. I know that, I think I made fun of you. I think we've talked before about, specifically, we've talked before about birthday messages. Like, we've talked before about if someone, like, it's one thing if your friend from high school that you never talked to writes a really generic HBD, mm-hmm. you know, okay, whatever, is what it is. Yeah. At first I was like, did I, is there a new STD that I have? I don't know what's happening. Right. HBD, uh, oh my God. Oh, I no. That too. I haven't seen you since middle school. Now you're telling me? <laughs> oh, thank God. It's my birthday. But it's another thing if the person you live with goes, gushes on and on about happy birthday, I love you. Well, every- you have to find, like, the step one when you barely know someone is the HBD. 
Then if you actually are sort of friends with them, you can do happy birthday plus a little like, I hope you have a drink for me or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Then if you are like really close friends or family or you live together, then you have to go through the archives and find a picture or a video or some kind of memory. And then you have to draft a post celebrating that picture and why you love the person, So those which is the, what you did. Well, I didn't do it on Facebook. I did it on, right, like you said, on Instagram. And I did it because, not because I wanted to do it. You should have done a poll. (laughs) Who thinks we should stay together for another year? (laughs) Happy anniversary. (laughs) I did it because it, she got mad at me that I didn't do it. Oh, okay. I don't think is a good reason to do anything, but, uh, you know, and I don't, I don't subscribe to that whole happy wife, happy life, because in your scenario, that's a very... That's a very heteronormative expression, assuming that it's just a, a man and a woman. Keep the woman happy and the marriage will be happy. But in a situation where you got two wives, happy wife, happy life, that that doesn't even exist because that means one of you is trying to make the other one happy, but you can't be happy. So you're always going to have a happy wife and an unhappy wife. Yeah, I know. And then we just keep posting inspirational posts about each other back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it never evens out. Yeah. So you're both completely dead inside. <laughs> No, you know what I think is a strong part of our relationship is that we don't really do that at all anymore. And I'm totally okay with it, and so is she. Like, it was her birthday. I don't think I posted any. I think I posted, like, happy birthday. I did. I think I did HBD. That's what I did. I I don't go over the top anymore because you can't keep doing that. You keep Then, like, you just posted something because it was an iconic year marriage anniversary for you, right? It was the seven years. How is that iconic? Because that's when you start cheating. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Here's my last post to you. That's what I should have written. Uh, (laughs) Just a link to your new Tinder profile. Do you think other people, because I said happy seven year anniversary or something like that seven years ago. Do you think other people took that as my way of saying like, hey, now I'm I'm back on the market? I think that it's interesting that you, because I don't, I mean, I've known you for several years now and I don't recall you posting every single year an anniversary I uh, love you thing I, so that what, what about this one was so important to you she got very upset with me that I did not do it on my own and then when I did post something it was a joke the first thing I posted was a joke well yeah you had some picture with you and a fat guy oh you saw it it, <laughs> yeah. o- it only lived for about 30 seconds yeah it was like you with a fat guy and then you with your wife well I was trying to make it look like she got be- more beautiful with age yes I said she looks better now than she did the day we got married it was, it was a big it was me with the big fat yeah, guy yeah see that's funny thank you and she did not find it funny because she thinks she thinks that if I'm making a joke about our marriage then I then then our marriage is nothing more than a joke to me which is not true yeah, but, but I don't ha- know how to yeah, I don't but know you, how to explain that to somebody yeah and an hour I think that with you I mean you usually post things that are funny or have some kind of a humorous aspect so then for you to completely shift gears and then talk about how your wife is such an inspiration and, and then basically didn't, didn't use the word inspiration okay well whatever I that know, she's it, hot and she married you that's right. basically what you said uh, I, yeah, I said that I was swept off my feet or some, some thing. And, uh, You're swept off your wallet. Sw- speaking of sweeping, the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> <use> a- <laughs> she swept around my feet. <laughs> and so I said, you know what? I'll marry her. Said, yes. But no, but you posted something seven that years of sweeping. basically said you were amazed that a woman this beautiful would marry you. Right. It was an insult <laughs> on myself. Is, yeah. I insulted myself publicly, which I think is really all she's after anyway. But do you think that she she was upset by that because you don't say anything about her personality or her character. You just said, she's beautiful and thank you for being you. 
Yeah, probably. I, look, I'm not good at it. I, let me tell you. Okay. In the past, I've done it, and she's told me to take it down because she didn't like the picture I picked of the way she she didn't like the way she looked in the picture I picked even though I thought she looked beautiful she's like this is a horrible picture of me and I said you look beautiful here which I think is a nice thing to say she goes take it down so this time I had to find a picture where you couldn't even see her face it's just her back yeah I noticed that it was just it wasn't even her face because yeah. I didn't want her to say I don't like the, the I don't like the way I look and that picture is very self-critical right like a lot of people are with pictures I only want you to show my back fat so I said, that's my back fat, actually. <laughs> I know, she doesn't have uh, But uh, so I said, so the the goal should be where you and your wife are, which is nothing public or private. Yeah, or just you just got like a, a muter or blocker. I got a mute. That's the answer. <laughs> so that she can't see your stuff. Because she monitors your social media a little. I mean, she got upset about uh, posting that side-by-side picture of you and I on the toilet. Right, because I had, right because you were smoking a cigarette and I was feeding our. I was baby. smoking a joint, but a yes. joint, right? You were smoking a joint and yeah. I was feeding uh, the baby. a baby, and we were both on the toilet. On the so toilet. we thought this is great, she and didn't then like that. yeah, and then you and did like this weird Microsoft Paint version of blacking out your baby's head, and I, then it just looked like a sunflower. Right, it looked like I gave my baby blackface, which I was not trying to do because <laughs> right. then that created a whole different yeah, problem. It's hard not to offend everybody. Which strangely enough, she never problem with that. Yeah, she didn't mind that at all. Uh, I don't think it's annoying what you did. I think there's other things that you do on social media that are more annoying. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I've, there's our time. Oh. Be back in a moment. This is Drop the Subject. It's the, old, it's the old new Channel Q. When we get back, good news. We will get into the show we have planned for you today, including just the Tip Tuesday. Speaking of uh, wedding, relationships, etc., maybe you're uh, single now, maybe you're engaged, maybe you're about to be married, then we're getting into wedding season. I think today for just the Tip Tuesday, we're going to uh, get tips exclusively from wedding photographers. The moment that they knew, and this was while they were taking pictures at a wedding, the moment they knew that this couple would not last. That sounds fun. Yeah, when she threw the bouquet in my face. We'll talk about that after this, and I see that they've got the annoying sound machine cranked up at Ah. full blast again today. They sent us an email about that, by the way. We're allowed to complain if we don't like the way it sounds. But if you hear a banging in the background, just picture two guys having sex. (laughs) Ooh, I'm there. We'll be back in a moment. It's the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Ah, uh, yes. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q on this fine Tuesday. Not the most depressing day of the week, though. If you are in a couple and you are engaged to be married, this list might help you avoid some maybe bad decisions. And some money loss. Well, because these are the signs that you are going to be divorced soon, according to wedding photographers. I don't. Is divorce even that big of a deal anymore? Um, I mean, I think it's just more expensive than anything else. Like, then you got married for no reason, and you had to go through a divorce. And yeah, but it's just a what, lot of paper. Depends on what side of the divorce you are. If you're this, you some people are on the side of the divorce where it becomes the greatest financial move they could have made. Well, some. I mean, there are some people out there who get married just to get divorced. Yeah. I tell you about the time I was sitting next to this guy, this old man in Vegas. I was at a blackjack table. This guy sits down next to me. Guy seemed like he was like Yoda-like. In, in he, I mean, he looked like Yoda, but also he just seemed kind of wise. And and he was sitting down, and the dealer said, "You know, how you doing, sir?" And he goes, ah, "Getting married. Getting married tomorrow." 
And the dealer goes, ah, congratulations. And he turns to me, he's like, uh, it's my fifth one. Oh. And I was like, oh my God. You know, I said, wow. I go, any, any, uh, any advice or something like that? Any advice? Shouldn't you be giving him advice? Probably. I said, you want me to give you some advice? <laughs> and he said, uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm getting married again. You know, he's like, you know what I miss? He's like, I miss the cheating. Oh, so God. So he's getting married because- Just to cheat? Because he likes to cheat. But what a POS! But you don't get the excitement of the cheating unless you're married, right? The running around and the lying and the uh, and the dangerousness of the whole thing. And uh, that, that's not okay. That's not cool. Well, I- Said congratulations, and we had a drink. Well, you said congratulations. I don't know. The guy was getting to married. cheating. I didn't. Ah, that's wonderful. Uh, uh, and then he cheated at blackjack. And then he cheated. He I, was card counting. <laughs> threw him out of the casino. I only go to casinos for the cheating. Uh, well, I mean, maybe he's marrying a younger woman who's just going to murder him for his money. It's always you she's can always like jokes hope. on you, pal. Can always hope, but uh, that, that's interesting. People do get married for a variety of reasons, and you you'd like to believe it's it's for love, but sometimes it's, it's a business decision. Sometimes it's because someone got impregnated. Sometimes um, it's uh, it's because you know maybe maybe there's a green card involved. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to get married. Listen, you said it yourself. You were not really excited about getting married to your girlfriend of a long time, and even when you were legally able to. That you felt that that almost put a pressure on you that you didn't necessarily want because you felt like maybe it was your duty to get married for all of the gay couples before you that couldn't. Yeah, I was trying to convince her that the law wasn't changing. I was like, we still can't get married. Yeah, I don't know what everyone else is talking about. This is not okay. No, I think it's, yeah, definitely not in California. I know that much. Allie did protest against getting married because she did not want to uh, get married. It was not, you know, I was like, this is too much planning. But now you meet someone and they go, I'm divorced. And that used to be a shocker. And now that's just kind of rolls right off the tongue and it's processed the same way as if they said that they, you know, it was Thursday. I don't think it's a scarlet letter as it used to be. No, it's, it's. Sometimes even div- we're at a point now where people that have been divorced even two times. I They're feel D&D. Like, I don't even think that even is that crazy anymore. Like uh, maybe once you get into like uh, third, fourth, fifth, maybe that's what you have to get to before you start going like, whoa, that's. But the, the way that you look at someone now that's been divorced five times is the way that I think you used to look at someone who was divorced once or even like separated or something. I don't know. Five times is a lot of times. Well, I just, gets, I mean, everyone gets a whoopsies marriage, and then everyone gets a. Uh, you get a burner marriage. You get a, everyone gets one burner. It's like marriage. that first card when they toss it away to the side. Right, I think burner marriage is acceptable, and then I think you get kind of one like, whoa, I, I probably, I did a rebound marriage too quickly, and I mm. wasn't ready yet. So I think the third marriage should be the real one. That's the real deal. That's the one. Yeah. That count. Then you've had a couple trial marriages, and then yeah. you have to do the real one. And then I think that they should add more options. You know, when you get divorced, you have to put a certain reason. I yeah. think that they should add mulligan. Mulligan's a great... I'm with you on that one. Right right there. It's irreconcilable differences, That's adultery, a, and mulligan. That was in my breakfast bowl. It's a redo. <laughs> All right. So it's just the Tip Tuesday, which means that uh, we always share with you things that are life hacks, tips, uh, advice, ways for you to get through this thing we call life. And uh, this week, we focus on the 10 moments when wedding photographers knew the couple would end up divorced. And uh, I think some of these are more obvious than others, so let's break it down. Number one, the cake cutting and the cake feeding to each other. And specifically, this has to do with the cake in the face ritual. 
at a wedding reception. Uh, the cake cutting, of course, is one of the biggest signs of whether a couple will last. And uh, some people like to jokingly smear the cake all over and, oh, I'm going to get it all over your dress and blah, blah, blah. But when the couple is not in sync about this, like when they haven't agreed on a certain thing and the bride is all surprised and is like, eh, uh, that is a big indicator. Whenever I've seen one of them force cake all over the other's face... The marriage has ended in divorce. Really? I'm shocked that the photographers even keep up with the couples. You'd think once the check clears, it's like moving on, but I guess maybe they get hired again for another one. Maybe that's how they know. Yeah, I want to ask Our marriage was horrible, but the pictures were great. (laughs) I mean, our wedding uh, album just came in the mail, and I'm really happy with it, but I wonder if she keeps copies for herself or just like looks through her gallery and sees how many of them actually made it. Yeah, you I know? guess they could follow on social media and just keep tabs and uh, give me a relationship status update from time to time. And uh, that yeah. nice couple got divorced. I mean, look, they've been to more weddings than anyone. Uh, the photographers, they're at them all the time. So there are times when they can, especially not only that, but they're studying the photos afterwards. They're looking over the photos. So they're able to see things. Yeah, they, and they're weeding out bad pictures, bad pictures too that you don't ever see. They could go through thousands of pictures that you never even see and be like, wow, these these people look like they hate each other. There's a lot of stuff behind yeah. these eyes. Or like that guy's eyeing that sister. Yeah, that would be. I was going to say that would be a good telltale sign if, in the background of a picture, she sees the uh, husband or the or, or the, uh, the wife yeah. uh, hooking up with someone else. <laughs> well, one of them on this list is is about uh, flirting with the actual wedding photographer, and this is something that norm that happens often. Yeah. Uh, let's see. At one wedding I shot, the groom kept winking at me and my assistant during the ceremony. He wasn't winking like he had something in his eye. He was definitely leaning back in his chair, looking past his soon-to-be wife and winking at us. Wow. So if you get some shots where the groom or the bride is um, making eyes or being flirtatious with the camera, it might not just be them being cheeky, it's them trying to cheat at their own wedding. That is real ballsy. My hat's off to that groom. I mean, not Why even. Why are your hats off, Kevin? Well, I'm not saying I'm proud. I, I envy him at all, but I mean, that's that guy's got a real, this guy's got some re- a real set of balls to at, yeah, at and that's not wedding. good. No, it's not good. But I mean, or maybe he does a real set of balls, and he just needs a lot of. <laughs> He's like, these are heavy. I just am uncomfortable. I'm making my eyes work. <laughs> all right, uh, it's all in the music. The music selection also has a lot to do with it. Um, specifically, the bigger the country hit they dance to, the shorter the marriage. Mm. And couples that use obscure songs seem to last longer. And that's what makes me feel pretty good because a lot of the songs that we used to actually dance to, like our first dance and our walking out of the uh, the house to the dance floor song, those were all very obscure songs. And I don't even think those were for anybody. Uh, this that's Ali's jam right here. Obscure as obscure gets. Well, I wanted to do an acoustic instrumental version of this song and I couldn't find it um, but I think that this is a fairly I mean it's a well known song but it's an obscure song in a wedding setting if you're a uh, wannabe or an up and coming acoustic band and you're looking for a hit covering Golden Girls theme song apparently it's in demand there's, there's a hole in the marketplace for it <laughs> these are all uh, tips that we were getting from wedding photographers ways they knew that the weddings they were photographing uh, the marriages they were photographing would not last yeah okay uh, there are other red flags. Whenever the bride or groom are super quiet and just watching their guests, uh, this person says, once I had a groom who had no more than 10 words to say to anybody the entire day, and then after the wedding, the bride asked me for a discount because she couldn't make the groom look happy enough. Mm. 
No, Photoshop could do that, right? Yeah. So I guess that I mean you can. This is kind of what we were talking about already. That that sly look in the in the eye, the twinkle in the eye, not being there. That's not something that you can fake. And if that twinkle's not there, then you're more likely to get divorced. Give us one more. One before more. We must take a break. Uh, not because our marriage is not working, Allie and I, but because uh, it's time for us to uh, play you some music here on the all new Channel Q. This is a really specific one, and I want to look up this place. There's one particular venue. That has a 100% divorce rate with clients. Wow. It is at a state park, and the photographer has aptly named it Omen Meadows. Mm. So I really want to know where this place is, because apparently it's cursed, and if you get married there, you are doomed for failure. I was positive you were going to say Olive Garden was that place. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That is a, a list of things from wedding it's photographers. Beach. As we get beach. into uh, As we get into wedding season. Be back in a moment. It's the all-new Channel Q. That was just the Tip Tuesday. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Your favorite guilty pleasure is probably bonbons, but uh, here on Channel Q, you can listen to us. Bonbons? I don't know. Just going for a you know, topical food <laughs> reference from Housewives from the 1940s. Those things are good, though. They should make a comeback. Uh, Allie right there, Kevin right here, and thanks for being with us on the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject to our friends, uh, former listeners, Northern California, special hello to you, all of our new listeners, apparently Texas, really a vibe into the show, appreciate you, and uh, everywhere else, my East Coasters, let's go, step it up, make it happen. I tell Allie all the time um, about the East Coast, and she says, I've never even been to Florida. But I know. Yeah, but I've been to the East Coast. I lived in the East Coast for a little while. I've just never been to Florida. Claim you went to college there, but I have yet to see a diploma. So regardless, (laughs) anyway, uh, you can uh, hang out with us each and every day right here on the all-new Channel Q. It's time for us to open up that closet door and kick off another edition of Closet Watch. Closet Watch. That seemed a lot more fitting around Halloween when we put it together. Now... (laughs) Now it just seems kind of weird. Overly and out of place. macabre. Yes, yeah. uh, uh, yes, it does. I, uh, there's already been a lot of coming out stories this week, including uh, I think Ewan McGregor's both of his daughters came out as bisexual, and I wonder if that's going to be a new trend: is siblings coming out together? They're both. Uh, they both said they're bisexual. I think so. Hmm. At least that's what the headline said. I didn't click on it. Don't you think <laughs> the coming out should get the same treatment as promposals and? You know, uh, engagement. I'm going to hit this baseball bat, and then whatever color comes out is my sexuality. Yeah, like, don't you think there should be a cake to determine whether or not... I mean, if nothing else, even if you're just coming out of straight again, you get a cake out of it, so it's (laughs) worth it, right? We'll cut into this cake, and whatever color's on the inside is what my sexual preference is. Well, it should be like our wedding cake, Kevin. You weren't at my wedding, but when we uh, cut the cake, the outside looked very traditional, and then when you cut inside, it was rainbow. It was a layered rainbow cake. Seems a bit on the nose. No. And then it tasted didn't it tasted like a lavender basil or something. Oh God! No, no, I don't know glad, if it was basil, but it was really delicious. So glad I wasn't there. Now, anyone want any more of this basil cake? Don't let the rainbow fool you. It's actually horrible. I will definitely never forget this cake. Well. <laughs> anyway, uh, take a uh, take a listen because someone that I think I think is one of your comedy role models. I don't know if she came out of the... Cl- well, you tell me you what this is. can't say she's a comedy role model to me. Recently, she has been. I think. <laughs> no. Uh, take a listen. And uh, this is... Um, well, the voice will give it away. All that LGBTQ stuff. Okay, let me just be real. I put the Q. Now, this is... This, as you know, is... Uh, this is Roseanne. 
And I think this is Oprah, as you know. Is she, <laughs> is she coming out here or not? You tell me. I mean, I as a straight guy, I think she's coming out, but I want to know what your opinion is, a gay one. All that LGBTQ stuff. Okay, let me just be real. I put the Q in LGBTQ. Okay, because I am queer as two motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm queer. I'm alien. I don't belong here with all these people. Um, okay, there's a lot to unpack here. I think that she's got that... Uh, are you mocking Dr. Chris when you say that, or are you actually using No, that? I'm actually using that. Because he spends a lot of time unpacking. He does say unpacking a lot. He unpacks yeah. everything. He said, let's unpack that. Yeah. Um, so there are a lot of layers. Does he say that one too? No, I just... Oh, okay. Everything needs to be unpacked. And I just, <laughs> it, it gives me such anxiety because I hate the whole concept of packing. And, and I thought that, gay guys loved packing. Packing... <laughs> <laughs> Once again, that's Ali's joke. It's a good one, though. <laughs> Why are we unpacking so much? <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good. Um, I think that she's one of those people who's older and thinks that queer still means weird. Oh, got it. So she's like, I'm definitely queer. I mean, it, it's also weird that people say, oh, I'm queer as a mofo. I'm queer as an MFer. But she's using two. She's saying she's as queer as two MFers. And I don't know what that adds to the equation. Well, that's, but, a, po- um, that's a popular saying. I think everyone knows. Let's as say, two? I've never heard that one. Thank you, okay? Because I am queer as two motherfuckers. I'm queer. I'm alien. I don't belong here with all these people. So I guess... Is that this is welcome to the LGBTQ community. The newest spokesperson Roseanne for Channel Barr? Q, Roseanne Barr. Queer as two MFers. I think that if she is going to be an active member of the LGBTQ plus community, she's going to have a little trouble dating. I don't think that there are a lot of uh, LGBT members that are particular fans of hers uh, right now. I disagree. I think she'd do, do fine. I think that she would do great. Just get her up on... Uh, What's female grinder called? They have a female grinder. Uh, Bumble. No, that's just for that's just a dating app for women. Well, Remember her? Her, her is a female her lesbian her, dating app. Get her app. up on her. She'd do well. They make no sense. Oh, who makes no sense? <laughs> you? Are you talking about yourself? Yeah, because if she's talking about herself in the third person, then she's. I right. agree. I, uh... They make no sense. Oh, she's going by they now. They are. That's very what it queer. is. Kevin. Oh, she's they. Yeah. Wait, she's, no. Hold she's on. not going by she, her. I think she said everyone else is queer now. She's not queer. It, they are very queer. And that makes me a queer, I guess. But I did put the Q in it. Now that's her vibrator, I should point out. <laughs> Just so you know, just so you have an idea of what we're dealing with here. I mean, if you're going to question her, she is, I think, firing up a tractor right now or something. Yeah. So that's that's the gayest thing I could ever do. I am so confused. You tell. They are very queer. And that makes me a queer, I guess. I did put the Q in it. Bye. And then she said bye at the end. So now maybe, she's bye. Maybe she's uh, bye. Well, anyway, that has been Closet Watch. Closet. Not really sure if she's in or out, but uh, there you go. I guess it is this, what it is. this would be the appropriate time to say congratulations. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Blame it on my juice. There it is. Oh, juice. I thought she said blame it on the juice. She said, <laughs> she wouldn't be the first person to think Well, that. this is controversial. No, I was like, wow, my we are goodness. really playing some edgy music she said here she. on Channel Q. Wow. Uh, that was Lizzo. 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 Look her up. New music here on Channel Q. 
It's what, uh, it's what the people love. It's what mm-hmm. the people come here for. So don't worry. We'll get back to your new music in about 15 minutes when we're done yapping. No, no, no. We have to, uh, I think, go to a break pretty soon. But we have just enough time to announce the headline selection of News It or Lose It. Let's do that now. Get smart together right here on Channel Trump. The subject presents That's... News It or All Lose right. It. I feel like another song is starting right now, but it's just the hammering. <laughs> yeah, it's a song. I it's was called, like, ooh, what's this downbeat? It's, it's nope. called Construction, construction <laughs> it's Remix. It's Hacksaw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can listen uh, closely and you hear it. It's, uh, exciting. No, it's just uh, it's a middle-aged man with a hard hat right now <laughs> smashing into the floor. That we are uh, just, I feel the whole thing vibrating. Everything's vibrating here to the point where I'm about to orgasm. Yeah, it's nice. All right, headline number one. Not having kids, there's a cake for that. Non-pregnancy celebrations. Yeah, we were just just saying that people should be using cakes for more than just gender reveals. I'm interested. Let's definitely break that down. It's Mm. funny, you mentioned something and just like that, it pops up right in your newsfeed and that will happen here today. Thanks, Google. All right. Girl born without hands wins handwriting contest. Ooh, uh, I'm intrigued, but I feel like the story is kind of in the headline, and I, mean, I assume she did it with her feet. I probably. think feet, yeah, yeah probably. Feet. If she did it with her mouth, I'd say let's lose it. But if it's her feet, let's lose it. I mean, or if, if it's her, like hands, her wrist, let's lose them. <laughs> That's what the doctor said. Okay, we're <laughs> going to hell. Uh, why thieves smell treasure in used cooking oil? Oh yeah. I've heard about this scam. I'm I th- interested if, think it can, that, yeah. if it's a get rich quick sort of scenario. I think if any, if there's any way that we can get rich off of things that people throw away, I want to hear about it. No one's ever said, I want to get rich quick when someone said, go into radio. <laughs> but yeah, I'm interested in yeah. this uh, stealing cooking oil yeah. because that was that happened in a, a Simpsons episode and I'd like to hear if, oh, it ha- yeah. so if it's happening in the real world, I'm interested. Let's talk about it. Uh, all right. Uh, pig silos. No, I'm just kidding. Let's um, uh, news, lose that. Lose that. <laughs> uh, vulture blamed for motorcycle crash. Mm, let's lose that one as well. Okay. Uh, well, then that's it. Those are the two stories we're going to break down. All right. We'll cover those stories when the news it portion of news it or lose it commences after this on the all new Channel Q. Drop the, the subject. subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Another hour of radio goodness coming your way right here on the all-new Channel Q, a show that is called Drop the Subject, because the original few names for the show did not pass the legal department here. Always working. Construction crews, always working here. Legal Mm -hmm. department, always working here. Yeah. No one else can ever find anyone, but apparently uh, those two people never take a day off. Legal team, always here, and the people that are smashing on the floor and sawing things as we speak. Uh, Everyone else is OOO, out of office. But uh, yeah, the automatic reply. But uh, here, these people working hard, Allie and I working hard each and every day to give you a show that you can be proud to listen to, a proud representative, a proud voice of the LGBT plus Q community. And, plus Q? I like uh, that. I'm adding us in at the end there. That's right. It's really LGBTQ plus. More Q. Well, there's others as well, but I, I can't, I'm dyslexic. It makes it incredibly difficult to keep track of anything. I'm never good with acronyms regardless, especially uh, with, with the, you understand. It's not disrespect. It's no, no, my, no. It's just your dyslexia. 
you thank for understanding. <laughs> Hit right. us up. 833-77-CALL-Q if you want to uh, join the show. 833-77-CALL-Q. We're going to kick off this hour with News It or Lose It. Then we will get into the Gay Straight Movie Reviews. And uh, there is an LGBTQ t-shirt that is sparking controversy and not for the reason that you would think it would be. We will get into that in a moment also coming up a little bit later on on this station where you can listen to us in the car, on the smart speaker, etc. Just yell out, hey Alexa, hey Google Home, put on channelqradio.com mm-hmm. and there we go. Okay. Here we go. Announcing a pregnancy. It is an exciting event. You make the announcement. You have a party. You Someone makes a cake. You eat twice as much of the cake because you're pregnant. But what about all those people who want to celebrate the fact that they are not having any more children? Well, Or any children. Or any children at all. There's a cake for that now. Just like there was an app for everything, now there's a cake for everything. Happy vasectomy cakes are a growing trend celebrating a man and his triumphant journey away from procreation. Bakers have been sharing their recent concoctions of cakes with scissors, uh, strategically placed blueberries. Didn't you have that scissors on, on your lesbian wedding, yeah, wedding cake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, it's weird to put your favorite sex position on the cake. I cut but... the scissors cake with scissors. Yeah, it was, really it was fascinating. Um, strategically placed blueberries, sperm fondant, even a lemon cake reading 100% juice, no seeds. Happy vasectomy. Isn't sperm fondant a show on this station? <laughs> I, I really like that's a new outfit choice. Okay. This well, is my sperm fondant. There's a lot okay. of that at Coachella on display. This boa around it. Um, since this trend has been making its rounds on social media, businesses are now even getting requests for hysterectomy cakes. Whoa. Um, you know, where do we go next? Do we just go to IUD cakes? I mean, there is really a ca- I mean, bakers are under a lot of pressure lately. Wouldn't you agree? They're being yes. a chart. You know, they, ha- they have to basically hold all of this confidential inter- information. It's like, hey, here are our test results. Here's the sex of our baby. Here's the college I'm going to. Here's the, my information on my vasectomy or whatever it is. Bake it into a cake. Get creative about it. And then if they refuse to make any of these cakes, they're deemed as, uh, you know, racist or homophobic or whatever it is. So baking is becoming a very stressful job. I know that one of the greatest desserts I ever had was someone's HPV positively delicious pie, and it was great. <laughs> I feel like HPV would be a cake pop thing. Yeah, you can take a full cake for HPV, just cake pop. <laughs> yeah, because you want to try a bunch of different ones. I um, I think the idea of, yeah, we've talked about this before, but providing news through cake, it's a great way to deliver good news, but you don't need to deliver good news through a cake because you have a cake. It's a better way to deliver bad news. Uh-huh. People will be excited if you're pregnant or had a vasectomy. I mean, vasectomy is bad news. Or, uh, you know, it's not necessarily bad news, but it's... It depends so, on the person. Something that I believe a cake is the right thing. I would think an ice cream cake would be the right style cake for a vasectomy because uh, of the uh, the cold ice that you'll have to put on your uh, sack there, but... <laughs> Just want to spell that out for you. You know, you're not with it. Yeah, because the ice on your sack. Um, just want to dumb that down for our children listening to the show. I I think that the concept of us doing everything through a cake. Yeah, like you didn't get into that college. It's 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 unnecessary. 
Or you were adopted. But like you did say, yeah, the you were adopted cake is a great cut, yeah. cut in the middle. It's just and it's like, a totally different cake than you thought it was going to oh, be. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was your birth mother in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> she pops out of the cake. I was actually a stripper this whole time anyway, so Ta-da. I'm here for work. <laughs> I think that the concept of, and you're right about this, the, the pressure on bakers. Now, forget about the fact that there's a gazillion... Uh, cooking competition shows. That already puts the pressure on the bakers. Oh, yeah. They're thinking, oh, man, I got to get on TV and start the cooking competition. Then if I lose the cooking competition, what's going to happen with the business? But now, as you said, there's a lot of important sensitive information. I mean, I would like this to go all the way up to the ranks of the government. where, uh, where, where <laughs> The top, Mueller report's going to be released. <laughs> top secret military plans are revealed through cake only. What does it say? No collusion. Oh, my uh, god! Some of the frosting is off. It says illusion. What does that mean? <laughs> What does it mean? It's half red, half blue. Um, yeah, I, I think that uh, this whole world, the world has gone mad. We've gone absolutely mad. And then also, people are so, you know, anti-carb, anti-junk food, etc., that cakes in and of themselves are offensive right now. So we've got to find a way to deliver news, good and bad, through healthy cakes. Good luck. Yeah, I do think that a lot of cake is probably going to be wasted in these scenarios, because if I did unfortunately look at some of those new college college admission cake reveals um, on people's channels where they're like, all right, here's six different cakes. One has Stanford, one has Harvard, one has USC, blah, blah, blah. And then they basically don't eat any of the cakes. And then they're like, anyway, I'm going to Fullerton. And you're like, what? So then you made all those cakes and did what with them? You know, because no one wants to eat sugar and carbs and things like that, but they do want to do the cake reveal. I think so, they go to the third world, like all the um, you know Super Bowl victory shows for the teams that didn't <laughs> it's win. It's all smashed. So and, all, some kids like birthday cake yeah. just says Layola on it. He's like, why? Why? <laughs> You're I appreciate- send priority priority mail. No, no, no. Just regular is fine. Here's the 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 cake concept is people love looking at pictures of cakes. But interestingly enough, they don't like eating pictures of people on cakes. I don't know if you know, you know the, the big Eating bo- pictures? The big boss here had his birthday recently, and they, they got a big cake for the guy with his face on it. Oh, they did? I didn't end up seeing the cake. It was a, a picture of his face and his dog. And every oh. part of the cake was eaten. As you know, people love free food around here. Love it. It doesn't matter what's left over. Yeah, it doesn't over. matter what it is. I, have to, I lower my standards when they, it comes to break room food here. Uh, yeah. Things that I would never eat. I'm uh, like, okay, yeah. sure. Yesterday, Random pretzel with chocolate yeah, on Allie it. Allie was eating uh, what I think was some... I think someone actually was in the middle of their lunch, got up to go to the bathroom, and I think <laughs> Allie finished their lunch because it happened to be on the community table <laughs> where people put the stuff. But you know, there, there was like a salad bar that was out here one day, and the only thing that was left later in the day was like croutons. And people will eat them. But no one wanted to eat the the the, bo- the, the, oh, the face, face of the boss or the face of the boss's dog, understandably, because it's kind of a weird thing today. You can get past it pretty quickly and go, all right, I'm just going to, it's cake. We're not actually eating a person. But that there is something very strange. Like mm. someone did a, a gender reveal cake and it was a picture of uh, uh, the ultrasound on the front of the cake. Oh. And the piece they handed me was the baby's head. <laughs> The unborn baby's head. And I didn't want to eat it, frankly. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. I mean, when cake gets graphic, then it does affect your ability to eat it. All right. When burger, when a Burger King gets robbed, I don't think anyone really wins, but the likely thing to steal would be, of course, money, right? Maybe some plastic straws, but mainly money. So when a thief is caught stealing hundreds of gallons of uncooked uh, of used cooking grease, the cops were kind of confused, but this has been going on for a while now, and it has been, uh, there's been a huge uptick in this recently. Why would somebody steal something so undesirable and disgusting? Well, say hello to the greenest theft ring in history, stealing alternative fuel. 
Biofuel is coming, um, becoming not only popular, but a requirement in some states to use reusable uh, sources of energy in their gas. So it's obviously better for the environment. So instead of digging for oil, we're digging for used French fry oil. Uh, oil thieves say that they can get up to 25 cents a gallon, meaning one hauling gets them about three to four hundred bucks. Not bad for stealing the Burger King, you know, something. It's like you're stealing something no one's going to use anyway, so it's pretty good bang for your buck. Well, they can use the oil. They use the oil to cook the food. They, they're yeah, stealing oil that would be used but for... But does Burger King just use, like, do restaurants and yes. stuff? They just use all that oil over and over and over again? Of course they do. That's disgusting. But, but that's that's how it works. That's the whole idea is that they, they I mean, they change it out eventually... But even when they change it out, I think that they sell it to places. Maybe really? That's, yeah. I mean, the Simpsons episode, if I remember, I know it's not necessarily factual. No, I think this is relevant. They stole the uh, cooking oil from the school cafeteria. And the reason was because you can get, it's worth money. Oil's worth money. Uh, I don't know why they wouldn't just keep going a few doors down and steal the printer ink. I feel like that's more valuable. <laughs> a lot less messy. But people really want the oil and they're stealing it. There's a lot of ways... I've always looked into, like, this is an item that it's not going to be as well protected, let's say, as a bank, right? Uh, like, you know, to go get money. Like, the oil is not going to yeah. be as well protected. So, all you have to do is get in the back. You could steal the oil. But it's a lot more work to turn that oil into cash than it is to turn cash into cash. Well, yeah. And if you, if you have... I mean, I know that just dealing with grease and oil, it gets everywhere. So I would imagine packaging it and keeping it in a truck or some kind of location and then trying to unload it is very messy operation. So, yeah. I mean, 25 cents a gallon seems like a lot, but it seems like a lot of work just to get 400 bucks. But it does make me think, should we start saving? Should we start donating our grease? I mean, this is all the stuff that we were talking about yesterday, ways to be greener in this world. Is saving your grease or donating your grease or trying to sell it better than just tossing it or absorbing it and putting it in the trash? What I do is I drink it afterwards. Nice. Because I think that's the best way. And then I come, bathe in it. That's is that If I'm not doing something right, you let me know. <laughs> this has been News That Are Lose It, the News It portion of the show. We'll come back in a moment. Uh, get into a controversial LGBTQ t-shirt. It's getting all sorts of attention. And then we will give you our gay straight movie reviews. That is next here on the all-new Channel Q. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. And we pick up the subject once again. Not necessarily where we left off, but uh, I'm Allie. Kevin is across from me. And we are pleasantly chatting over a bunch of rainbow microphones and a lot of construction noise. So join us and follow the show if you'd like at DTS Show. Apparently they found out that construction noise is every gay man's fantasy. So they've decided to pump it in through the floors here. <laughs> I think the they're old... confused. That's the village people. Oh, okay. Right? Well, regardless, people mm-hmm. seem to it's a lot of sweaty guys just smashing things with hammers below our feet right now while we sit up here and have adult conversation here on the all-new Channel Q. Yes, and uh, there is a... We always talk about new things in the LGBT community, and this is a story having to do with a new LGBTQ t-shirt, or an LGBT, um, but it's not the type of shirt that you would imagine when you think of that. It's not something you'd probably wear at Pride. It has stirred up quite a bunch of controversy, so let's take a listen. How you doing, ma'am? Business is booming for Bell's Smoke and Barbecue, as Jamie Smith serves up pulled pork to his regulars. 
Oh, I get it. Yeah, I can see why pulled pork would be offensive. <laughs> that's how I identify. Yeah. <laughs> when you were fatter, that's what we used to call you. <laughs> Smoking barbecue sticker. But online, he's cooking up controversy. Ah. It's a shirt that I feel that fit my beliefs and my business. News people love nothing more than being able to use the phrase cooking up controversy. Yeah, or in hot water. They oh, love that one, they too. They love it when a chef does something, a cook, a whatever. I guarantee you with all those uh, cake stories, the, like the ones we were reporting on a few moments ago, they pr- definitely use cooking up controversial cakes, mm-hmm. etc. They're baking up some controversy. They love it. Yeah. Here we go. These apparent beliefs are displayed prominently on shirts advertised for sale on the food truck's Facebook page. It reads, I support LGBTQ. Oh, that's cool, right? Yeah, that's nice. Especially food trucks, I feel like, are very progressive. Yeah. Liberty, guns, Bible, Trump, and barbecue. Oh. Uh, So... I didn't know that's what the acronym stood for. Had no idea. You know, uh, I didn't, if, if barbecue case, is part of the acronym, then I do belong. See, on this I know the, the, it's, they just sandwiched the things I don't like right in the middle of it. It was like liberty. I was like okay, and then it was like guns. I was like, Neh. and then it was Bible and Trump, and then they finished it out with barbecue. So I'm so conflicted because I'm like, barbecue is something to celebrate. It should definitely, if we were going to add another thing to the LGBTQ plus barbecue, I would be 100 percent down with. Although, this doesn't even work for LGBTQ. Well, I think he thinks that BBQ is the Q. Oh, I see. Well, it's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> Liberty, guns, Bible, Trump, and barbecue. <laughs> hmm. So he has it listed on the shirt. And the shirt does- I would have used the B in- the, the Bible B should have been barbecue and then save the- <laughs> Save the last B, Bible at the end. Uh, I, okay. Forget about the Q. Okay. He's trying to be too cutesy uh-huh. and in, the, in the process. He's, he's got the order wrong because you're right. Liberty, you get us in. Barbecue, you keep us there. You lose a lot of people with Bible. Mm-hmm. You lose a lot more people with Trump. And if they change Trump to tri-tip, I'd be back on board. Yeah. That's my line with the ladies. <laughs> tri-tip? Question mark? Critics say what they see is hate. Oh, <laughs> well, there's that. Cold pork and hate. They don't really go together. It's I would not order a nice that. pair. I would order that. <laughs> Tonight, the executive director of the Fairness Campaign is slamming the move, remarking that this is the type of message that makes LGBTQ kids feel isolated. I don't disagree. Not adults? I mean, I think everyone can feel isolated, but you throw kids in there and people all of a sudden think it's a much more serious issue. Um, Allie, as a member of the LGBTQ community, but also as a fan of barbecue. Mm-hmm. And what, liberty. What side are you on? You have uh, to pick a side. Uh, well, I'm on the side of my people, but I think the that- The barbecue people. The barbecue I knew, lovers. I need pick right. Yep. Um, but I think that this shirt is- just a dumb marketing tactic because he doesn't even have the name of his business on it. Like, what if you're going to make a shirt that's actually promoting your food truck? No one knows from that shirt what your food truck is or what's on the menu. Like, is there a, a hate bowl of barbecue tri tip? I have no idea. All I know is that you love guns in the Bible. You would think if he's anti gay, he would have don't tri tip, <laughs> right? Yeah, no Wait, tip. Here's the thing though, his. His shirt did get him national news, so that did get his food truck some attention. And Yeah, but we still don't even know what the food truck is or where to get it. It's not like we're going to go rush over there. 
Yeah, no, you know? I it's am, just he's just getting national news attention for being a douche. I have a craving now for barbecue and hate. <laughs> I don't know why that is. I just want to be angry and eat barbecue. Smith, for his part, says he's sorry if he offended anyone, but he's not about to apologize for the shirts. In fact, he has more on back order. Ooh, wow. That's a bear back order. Yeah, that's a good shirt right there. Bear back order. <laughs> I'm not mocking anyone. There was no intent to um, be offensive. Here's the other thing. If you're seeing someone t-shirt, I mean, if you even take the time to read someone's t-shirt, maybe you get a second of it as they walk by you. You're going to see the L- I support LGBT yeah. Q. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to get from the message. You know, when, when you and I were coming up with the very catchy billboards that this radio station decided to put everywhere. Yep. We took, I know a lot of the other uh, DJs here had great ideas as well of putting their faces on them. <laughs> but you and I, we took into consideration the idea that you've got a very limited amount of time to try to get a message delivered to a lot of people. The and, less words, the better. The less words, the better. But the less al- faces, the better. But also try to get them to process it, understand it, make maybe make them laugh or think. Something that can be memorable. It's, it's, a very, it's not an easy job to do it. T-shirt, similar. But what someone's going to get from this, for the most part, is, oh, that person supports LGBTQ. Cool. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to get to the point where they read it all and get all the way down to the barbecue at the end and go, oh, wait a minute. I don't think they like gay people at all. Yeah, no one likes reading. Everyone has the ADD. No one's going to finish reading the shirt. But I think that also, if he's going to really assume that everyone's going to walk by and read this shirt in its entirety, what is the Venn diagram of people who are into all of those things? I'm into liberty. I'm into guns, Bibles, Trump, and barbecue. I think that it's not just the LGBT people he's isolating. I think it's a lot of people. Right. But he's also, if he's just trying to stir up that, I mean, there isn't, there is a audience of people that would be, uh, everyone's in a liberty and everyone's in a barbecue. Let's cross those off the list right <laughs> away. Right? We all agree. Liberty's yeah. cool. Barbecue's cool. I mean, yeah. I, I guess ISIS wouldn't be in the liberty so much, maybe. So no. maybe they're not. But I mean, the French gave us the Statue of Liberty, so they didn't want it, right? So we got that. Okay. But regardless, it's really the, the the things that are, it's him arguably mocking the LG, supporting LGBTQ. That's but is he? Is well, he's I, just suggesting different, le- he's just suggesting his, he has his own version of LGBT, which happens to be Liberty, Barbecue, and Bibles, and Trump. So what he's just doing is he's just stealing our acronym. He's not saying I hate gay people. Right. He's just saying I love barbecue and Trump. Here for comment, let's go to disgraced comedian Roseanne Barr. Uh, what do you think it stands for, Roseanne? In LGBTQ, okay, because I am queer as two motherfuckers. I'm queer. I'm alien. I don't belong here with all of these people. And she looks like she likes barbecue. And I want that on a shirt. Yeah, that's a shirt right there. <laughs> you make that shirt. I will read that whole thing. Drop the, the subject. subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. You are in the exact right place where you should be. Totally interactive, totally inclusive on the uh, barbecue loving, Trump loving, no, LGBT. No. no? Oh, I'm sorry. Kevin, confused because the t shirt. The t shirt story is confusing. If you didn't just joining us, then you don't know what I'm talking about. That's why you should listen to the whole show, or if you miss it, because we do not 
necessarily conform with your schedule, well, then you can download and uh, check us out. Available wherever you get your podcast. Just search for DTS, uh, drop the subject, DTS show on Twitter, Instagram. You can see what we look like. I know a lot of people questioning, what do those faces look like behind those microphones? Well, you can just stay in the not knowing. It's not knowing better. is probably a safer place to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to see what we look like, you can go there, check us out. And of course, you can check out all things this radio station has to offer at We Are Channel Q. Um, coming up. Actually, I think Nothing. We, need, we need to do this right now because <laughs> yeah, we uh, we're going to run out of show again today. And we did promise you some gay straight movie reviews, 83377-CALL-Q. One of the most interactive segments we have, people constantly sending us suggestions for movies that I should force Allie to watch. As me, a, a straight man, a movie that was probably designed for me when they were sitting there thinking of the idea, marketing. They go, yeah, let's go ahead and hit that straight guy. Allie, on the other hand, watching a lot of classier, oftentimes foreign mm-hmm. lesbian films. Uh, sometimes yeah. she yeah. gives me um, just regular, good old-fashioned man-on-man gay movies. I watch them. We come in with our reviews, ready to go. It's time for Gay Straight Movie Reviews. All right. Well, this week I was tasked to watch Animal House, an old classic, a comedy classic that definitely appeals to the straight white community of America. Um, And you had to watch Blue is the Warmest Color, which is all in French. Not not an American favorite, necessarily, but is it was definitely... Is that what language they were speaking? <laughs> yes. That was French? <laughs> yes. Oh, I spent the beginning of that movie, get the first half an hour of the movie, thinking to myself, I don't know what language this is, but I don't think it's around anymore. <laughs> I remember thinking it was a. Obscure... This is hieroglyphics. Yeah, I was like, is this a, some sort of lesbian code talking, maybe? <laughs> like wind talkers, but with lesbians? <laughs> what is right. this? That was a movie. Uh, is that another straight movie I another, don't know about? Another straight movie. You'll be watching that next week. Damn anyway. it. <laughs> uh, all right. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? I am ready for you to review first. All right. Well, my father listens to this show, Kevin. And when you told me you wanted me to watch this, he called me and pled his case about why this is a good movie, even though I might not like it. And he Listen, anyone our father's age... Like, I think my, my dad's favorite movie probably ever is Animal House. I think every year, I don't have a gift to give him on his birthday or Father's Day. I just give him another copy of Animal House. <laughs> I mean, they have given it to him on VHS when I was younger, DVD at some point. Yeah. I think I've downloaded it for him now. I think I gave him yeah. a book about it before. Oh. I just think that's the thing that uh, guys, you know, men in their 50s, 60s. He went into a monologue about this movie and why other movies like it are classics. He even then started to segue in why I should appreciate the movie Year One. <laughs> Mm. And uh, he told me two specific moments to watch out for. When they are getting ready to go into the sorority house and John Belushi is doing his little shimmy before he gets into the house, he said that him and his friends would do that before they entered parties in college. Okay. My so dad he, would. Why would he spoil Why would he spoil any of the movie for you by telling you what to look out for? Why didn't he just let well, you watch he said the that, movie? Those are his favorite parts. That part. Right. And the other part was when John Belushi smashes the guitar. So he said, watch out for those two moments. Those are my favorites. I'm just glad you finally got the right Belushi brother. Because when I assigned you this movie a week ago, you started saying, oh, the thing with Jim Belushi. Yeah. Which is a real disrespect <laughs> to the great John Belushi. Well, May he rest in peace. So this movie was actually... Okay, I I went on a what? journey with it. I what? I actually was. I thought that I was going to be eye rolling way earlier than I was. Uh, this, I mean, it, there's actually a fair amount of 
good stuff in it. It wasn't just a complete screwball comedy where there was really nothing going on except for ridiculous fraternizing. And, th- and there was a lot of fraternizing and definitely John Belushi climbs a ladder to peer into a sorority girl's window and then watches her undress. There's all kinds of as things lesbian, like that. Uh, serious, serious question now. As a lesbian, this was all very pre-Me Too era, etc. That was just considered, you know, at the time, that was considered just college hijinks. Oh, let's spy on the sorority house next door. I know I, I lived, lived next to a sorority house, and there was a deal. If you had the room, if you had rooms on the on the walls that faced each other, you could never close your blinds. That was a rule that we both had. <laughs> okay, so you could look at each other? You could look at each other. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. Lot so of pressure. did you have that room? No, no, I, 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 no, I didn't have that room, but I would go in there oftentimes to to uh, to to perv to, into to it. what to, to peer peer perv. <laughs> I don't know, server. The point I'm making is, uh. at the time, now that would that would not be okay today by today's rules and standards. Maybe it wasn't okay back then, but that was. Yeah, there's there was also a moment where John Belushi that, was looking. Uh, well, I was more. I was more thrown off by the fact that it was a woman who didn't think she was being watched, who was just sitting there in her underwear, like rubbing herself in front of a window. <laughs> I was like, why? Like, that, that's not really what women do. At least that's not what I do. Well, that's, you're not a real woman then. I just, I'm like, before I get in my pajamas, I'm just like, hmm. Uh, you got to lotion up by gaze. the window. Everyone yeah. does that. Yeah. Um, but uh, there was also a moment where John Belushi was looking up through the bleachers at, he was doing basically an old fashioned upskirt shot, but without a cell phone. Yes, I remember that. So there was also a m- another moment where a guy was about to hook up with a sorority girl, and they were drunk at a party. I think it was at the toga party scene, and the girl passed out. And then there was a moment of whether he should continue doing this or not. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this would definitely not be an okay scene now. But you know what? They they kind of made it funny by doing the old school devil on one shoulder, angel on another yeah, shoulder. I, you know, funny. I forgot about that scene. It has been so many years since I've seen this movie. And I don't even know. I, mean, I remember watching it as a kid and not even understanding 90% of the jokes probably. Right. So as, as I assigned this to you to watch, because it was a movie probably originally designed for straight men, I was thinking to myself... I should really watch Animal House again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think that if men had that old school devil on one shoulder, angel on another, we would be in a totally different place in 2019. I think that that should be a, 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 a thought process for a lot of men going forward. I think that it actually worked for the guy. He didn't do what he was thought. You know, He didn't do the wrong thing. Mm. He let the girl sleep. Yeah. And then it, I think it paid off for him in the end. Shows that uh, if you don't believe in rape, you're a good guy in <laughs> yeah. general. Well, and the devil didn't make some very good points and the angel made some great ones. Right. So no. I think that it ended well. Yeah, well. But once again, that's something that it was comedy was the way that we were able to digest that. But that was a legitimate, I mean, that was a legitimate scenario that many people have found themselves yep. in. No one gives Animal House credit for showing you in a funny way a situation that could have gone very bad but didn't go bad. No one looks to Animal House to say, hey, look at that. They were years ahead. Not that that was ever okay, but they were years ahead of the kind of the, the, the open dialogue we have mm-hmm. now as a society, and they did the right thing. Oh, there was also a gay fraternity guy. Yes, that uh, who is was, true. He, who was constantly trying to hook up with his girlfriend, or the girlfriend was trying to please him, and mm-hmm. uh, she never could. And then eventually they figured out that he was a, a gay fraternity guy, which is very nice that they had that mo- motif in there. Um, but it was basically a movie about how the people who party and don't do well in school should be the ones who win in the end. And that's why it be, became a very straight, I mean, 
cater it to the straight male community uh, type of movie. I did enjoy it, though, so I will give it four pizza slices. Wow. Four pizza slices for Animal House I am as reviewed by a lesbian. I'm going to tail it with the end and say I don't really understand the John Belushi thing. I just don't think he's as funny as everyone says. Maybe it's because I knew him, I didn't know him really when he was alive. I don't disagree, and we've talked before about does certain do certain jokes hold up, etc., right? But... I think that the John Belushi stuff, he was the first guy that was a Chris Farley, if you think about our generation, Chris Farley style guy, and he was doing it then. So he was he, he was a guy that didn't take himself too seriously. You could laugh at him and with him, and, and that was what I think people liked about him the most. Uh, all right. What do you think of Blue is the Warmest Color? Well... It finally answered a question that I've been wondering for a few years now, which is why did how you do ever... How do lesbians have sex? <laughs> no, I know how lesbians have sex. I'm an expert at that. I bet you I would do better at a lesbians having sex quiz than you would do. Ooh, that's a good next one to do. Um, it answered the question for me as to why you made the weird decision years ago to dye your hair blue. <laughs> I think you were trying to capture some of the glory of the film, which, if you're not familiar with this film, all in subtitles, by the way. Although I didn't have the, I didn't have the proper um, 16 by 9 or 4 by 3 resolution on my TV, so the s- subtitles I I couldn't really read them. They were kind of on the bottom of my TV, but half cut off. Oh, I see. So as a result, I was trying to figure out what they what. A, what language they were speaking. Turns out it was French. And B, what was going on. And here's what I picked up from the movie. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. Um, Once again, it's another story where the lesbians are in art school, art (laughs) students. It seems like every film, it's a photography teacher and art student. It's always art related. These lesbian, I don't know what it is. Lesbian first, then art. Art first, then lesbian. I'm not sure what it is. But this one, girl... I think she's high school, if I had to guess, seems not happy with the way things are going and then falls in love with this art student. Blue-haired art student. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think the ones that I've given you specifically have all been that. Like, high art was definitely art-related, of course. Gia was a, an artsy-related one because it was supermodel photography-based. And then, yeah, I guess I didn't realize... I, I didn't focus a lot on what the girls did when I saw the movie, so I forgot. Well, they, they, they were... But if it's French, yeah, I'm sure it's artsy. There was a lot of cigarettes. That's how you could tell it was French. Yep. And um, there was a lot of lesbianism. Hmm. But no baguettes. Nothing phallic. No. They got rid of all the baguettes were shaped like vaginas. <laughs> I thought it was a nice touch. I didn't think they have to do that. Really, that's just a croissant if you think about it. Uh, I thought it was unnecessary. But no, the, the movie uh, Blue uh, is the warmest color. Tells the tale of... <laughs> you were going to say the movie Blue. I was like, the, what? The movie Blue. The Empire at Norton. What, what's the name of the movie? <laughs> the, the blue. blue is the warmest color. Blue is the warmest color is a, a, a love story that shows that in most of these stories, Allie, that you've given me also, and I don't know if this is true in the lesbian lifestyle or just in the Hollywood version of the lesbian lifestyle, they always show what appears to be a more, a more lesbian, a more less-tastic lesbian teaching a... Oh, yeah. A, a newbie lesbian the ropes or, <laughs> or, you know, like kind of... Like welcoming her into into her world. Yeah, I think that that's a lesbian fantasy. But I, is that, that, I know it's a lesbian fantasy for 
a straight guy to watch, but is no, there that's also- for us too. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, common yeah. ground. No, I think that uh, in in the same way as this, I mean, maybe that's something that straight men and us have in common: the desire to take us. Uh, I mean, in my case, it'd be a straight woman and turn her. For you, maybe it would be a lesbian and turn her. But to be the person who causes the switch is a very sexy fantasy, wouldn't you say? It's very sexy. In this movie, like in most of these movies, it starts out hot, dangerous, unknown, and then decisions are made, and it it seems that the relationship ends very badly. (laughs) Yeah, that's usually how they end, too. They don't end very well. I think they usually end... Death or something. So or breakups. You know, somebody on the on our Twitter said, "Why are all the songs on Channel Q about relationships that don't work out?" Yeah, that and I think that it. is a gay theme. It's just a bunch of relationships that don't work out. Which Fine. is, can we have some happy endings here, people? That's what I was saying for years. I said well, everyone was happy and single. Then they start getting married. Now all the songs are about the pressing relationships that don't work out. Marriage is the problem, not gay people. <laughs> It so? is. Uh, I give it. Uh, I didn't understand what they were saying. The girls were relatively attractive, um, so I give the movie a, uh, a two pizza slices. Whoa! If I understood, that's low. if I understood what they were saying, I would have probably given it four. Yeah. Um, and I still give your original blue haircut that you had zero pizza slices. <laughs> Be back in a moment. I think my wife agrees with you. Wrap up the show. It's the all new Channel Q. This is Drop the Subject. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject has unfortunately come to an end, but the construction hasn't. That'll go on and on and on for hours. Oh, no, no, months. Months. Oh, yeah, months, months. And they say months, which probably means years. <laughs> you know how construction people are yeah. with time. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. Construction jokes. The joke's on us. Uh, I'm Allie. That's Kevin. Thank you for hanging with us today. And we will be back tomorrow for an entirely new live show. Who knows what shenanigans will ensue? Shenanigans TBD. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Curious. Bye.